Hey, this is Lily, and welcome to Master Leadership at Innovations in Leadership Podcast with Michael Newman. Hey, this is Mike with Innovations in Leadership. Welcome to the podcast. We're focused on leadership and helping you increase your capacity as a leader. If you haven't already done so, download the show notes at innovationsinleadership.com slash podcast. During this time that we're in right now, many of us are struggling to stay up and keep our priorities in line and get things done. How many feel that way right now? You know, all too often we find ourselves distracted by the tasks that we're working on. Maybe you have children at home right now that are needing your attention. When you're in the midst of working on a big project, your thinking gets interrupted. Maybe you're like me and you get up before everyone else in the house does and you're able to have a quiet time to think and to plan and to write and, and then slowly the house becomes alive and you hear the shower and you hear the pitter-patter of feet in the hallway and the clanking of a pot or a pan and the voices of conversations and slowly but suddenly you're pulled away from the great work you're doing. If that's you, today's podcast is for you. You know, I'm not going to give you the 10 or 20 tips on how to be more productive from home. Today, we're going to talk about five things, five things, five ways to increase your productivity. Here's what I want to share with you that will help you stay focused on the priorities in your work and life. We're often driven by the tyranny of the urgent. Someone drops in on you with a problem. You jump into firefighting mode because you're wired to fix things. That's what leaders do, right? Where some of us get the satisfaction in our work is by how many fires we can put out, but that's not really how you lead well. You'll get some kudos from the person that you saved, but at the end of the day, you probably haven't kept up with getting the things done that really need to be done for that day. So how do you deal with this? Well, I believe the first thing we need to do is know what our priorities are. And to know what your priorities are, you've got to make a list. So I've got a question for you. Do you make lists every day? Are you a list maker? Do you add things to the list at the end of the day that you did to make up for the things you didn't do? Mike, come on. How'd you know that? Because that's exactly what I do from time to time. I look at my list for the day and say, dang, I didn't get some of those things done. So what did I spend my time on? Where did I invest my time? So I start adding things to the list and checking them off. It makes me feel better about my day on one hand, but on the other, I say, wow. So here's the answer to that question. I don't have a clear purpose for the day. Why is that? I don't have a clear purpose for my weekly objectives. And why is that? Because I don't have a clear focus on my monthly goals and how it fits into my annual plan and vision. So it's really not about getting things done today. It's actually in setting the priorities and having a longer view of what you want to accomplish. And then aligning your goals to that vision and creating strategies to create the steps to reach your goals. You see, those strategies can be broken down into weekly objectives and further into daily tasks. So here's what I want you to think about. The vision that you have about what you want to accomplish that vision needs to be driven then by your monthly goals, your weekly strategies, and your daily tasks. You know, when you can align those four areas of vision, goals, strategies, and tasks, you're just going to bring you to greater success. I've taught priority setting in the past, 
and been very productive uh, with my time. You've probably done the same thing, been very productive, but then you have times where you feel like, God, I'm just not getting this to where I want it to be. You know, when I started my career as an administrator, as an assistant principal, I, I had a supervisor that used the Franklin Planner system. Some of you may remember that. You know, the planner keep, kept him focused and all of those that worked with him, it kept us focused too. Yet this concept of alignment is what brought everything into clearer view. You know, Michael Hyatt developed a similar system to, to this that, that you can access in his full focus planner system. The John Maxwell team has a goal getter action planner and other systems are available out there because the truth of the matter is that you and I need to write things down. We need to have that personal accountability. So we've got to create our priorities. We need to write them down. And then secondly, we need to determine how our priorities align each day. You know, at the top of the list should be the things that are most important for you to accomplish to move you closer to your weekly strategy and your monthly goals. If there's something on your list that doesn't align, you have to ask yourself, why is this on my list? Who else could do this at least 80% as well as I can? How important is it really in achieving the goals that I've established? You know, so when we ask ourselves those questions, that's going to help us align our priorities. The third area for us to focus on is about delegating. When you have things that need to be accomplished for the organization, ask yourself, who on my team is capable to do this task? And why is it that we find it so hard to delegate? I really think it's found in how we respond to the question, why don't you delegate? If your answer is, it's easier to do myself, or if your answer is, I don't have time to show someone else, so it's easier to do myself, or if you say, I don't want to bother other people, so it's just easier to do myself, if you're noticing how you're answering the question with myself at the end, let me say this. You need to get over yourself. There are people who can do the work that you're doing that is not as productive as it should be. Another way that I heard this recently is you've got to ask yourself this question. Would I pay a person as much as I get paid an hour to do this task? And if your answer is no, you need to figure out who within your organization should be doing that task. Now, there are some, granted, there are some tasks that, that must be done, and we'll get into that a little bit later here about what's required of us. But right now, there are things that you can delegate. You know, a number of years ago, I was in the midst of multiple projects, had pressure on in that season of work from all different sides. I was responsible for the annual budget, and, and we would meet with board members individually or in twos to share with them the budget and answer any questions they had regarding the budget. You know, our budget was very thick. It was multi-million dollar budget with a lot of line items. We had a two-inch thick notebook with tabs that was prepared for them every time. Yet as we developed the, uh, this, we realized that we needed a dashboard to summarize the key elements because sometimes people would drive in and get into the weeds of things. And so we provided them that big document, but we gave them a dashboard overview, that kind of quick look at things. And for, for ours, I would take an 11 by 17 document that I'd prepared that had all the details 
uh, in a summary form right there on one page. And then I would fold it precisely at three different points so that I could direct board members' attention to particular parts of the budget. And if they had questions, they could also use those folds as a point of reference. I would say, you can see the annual revenue projections are just above the first fold. And if you look just below the second fold, you can see the ending fund balance. You see, the folds were the key to how we use this document to communicate to the board and our team. So that year, when I was under all this pressure, I decided that my assistant could do that important task. So I said to her, showing my example of how I wanted things done, I need you to fold these just as this one is so that when I meet with the board, they're able to have this dashboard as a reference. When I got into the meeting and, and started to share the details of the budget, there were confused looks. I, I leaned over and looked at one of the sheets of a person and saw that it was not folded exactly the same as mine. Well, that created some issues for me. Internally, I was feeling frustrated. Why did that happen? Why didn't it turn out the way I wanted it to? My assistant did just what I told her to do. When I delegated the task to her, though, my issue, my shortfall was that I didn't give her my why, my big why, why it was important to fold at precisely the same point on each sheet. You see, she had folded into thirds. It looked nice to her because she didn't understand my why. Maybe you're saying to yourself right now, see, Mike, you should have done it yourself. The truth is, that's what I was thinking too. Yet, I caught myself in that thought and said, hey, she did exactly what you said to do. She folded it three times. You didn't give her the reason of why it was so important. So go back and thank her for the effort and then explain and show her why it's important. It worked. The next day, the sheets were folded at just the right spot. How long did it take me to explain my why? I'll tell you what, it was less than a minute. We all have a minute that will allow us to bring clarity. So if you start with your why, if we start with our why, we'll find the way and others will follow our why. So we've talked about the need to set priorities of making a list. The second point was the alignment of the vision to your monthly goals, your weekly strategies, and your daily tasks, all focused around your vision. The third point was how do we appropriately delegate to help people grow and to create more time for you? Trust your team. Sure, there are times like what I just shared that, that your team may not come through, but more often than not, it's not because they didn't know what to do, it was because of a leadership move that was not clearly communicated or the why was missing. Not many people like to be micromanaged, do they? In fact, that characteristic, that behavior by a leader can drive team members to leave the organization. There's a saying around the idea of a team that none of us is as smart as all of us. And I heard another spin on this recently from Lashana in Louisiana. She said, the smartest person in the room is the room. That wisdom and that knowledge to solve the problem is sitting within and amongst the team members that you have. So to assist you in aligning your priorities, you not only need to delegate effectively, you also need to trust your team and develop trust within your team, with you and with others on the team. Create opportunities for growth for shared responsibility, for the opportunity to step up and lead a project. And I'm not saying you turn over the keys and that you're not involved at all. I'm saying that you need 
to provide some time, not only in the responsibility and accountability, but also the gradual release of authority to your teams. Don't put a cap on their capacity. Don't put a cap on your expectations either. So what might have happened if I was accepting of my assistant's fold of the budget dashboard? It could have been no big deal. But here's what I'll tell you. What gets examined gets done. When your team is not performing to the level of your expectation, the first place you need to look at is in the mirror. Ask yourself the question, what have I done to contribute to this issue? And secondly, what could I have done to avoid this issue? If we'll just stop and pause when things go wrong or are heading in the wrong direction, we can quickly learn and make the needed adjustments. I'd suggest maybe even thinking about creating a lessons learned journal, a place where you can begin to write out some of the challenges and resolutions you've come up with, or better yet, that your team's come up with. You know, when you do that, what that's going to do is allow you to be able to leverage those ideas into the future. It only takes a couple of minutes. So the fifth thing that I want to share with you is about you need to run everything through a filter or a system. So do you have systems to keep yourself organized, to keep you moving forward to your goals? If not, create one. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect, but it does need to have some features and benefits that are going to move you forward as you lead. One of the things I learned years ago from John Maxwell that I want to share with you right now because it's so simple and easy to remember. He called it the three R's. So that's what we're going to call it. So here's the three R's. What's required of me? Where will I get my biggest return? And where will I get my biggest reward? So what's required of me? Every role in every organization has things that are required that you should do and that only you should do. So you need to examine what those are. I can't tell you today what yours are. I just know there were things that I would rather not do, but I had to do. So what is that for you? What is it that only you should do? In other words, what is it that I must do that I cannot delegate to someone else? If it's something that's necessary but not required of me, I need to delegate it. Secondly is what gives me the greatest return. As leaders, you should spend most of your time investing most of your time in the area of your strengths. People are usually more productive and satisfied with their work when they're working in their strength zone. Ideally, you as a leader are out of your comfort zone, stretching, learning, and growing, but staying within your strength zone. As I mentioned earlier, if someone can do something 80% as well as you can, let them. Train them to handle it. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it. If you struggle with this, make a list of all the things that take up your time each day. Then determine which ones only you can do or should do. Then look at the next layer. Delegate them with purpose. It'll free up your time to do what gives you the greatest return. The third R is reward. What brings me my greatest reward? This is all about personal satisfaction. It's about those things that you feel good about. It's sometimes that pride in the work. For some personality types, getting it done and checking the list is a good enough reward. For others, it may be the compliment they receive from people they're working with or a client that they serve. For others, that reward may come from the bit of a celebration that happens, enjoying the win, enjoying the accomplishment, celebrating with your team. For others, it may be knowing that they were just a part of the success. 
No matter what it is, there should be some form of reward for a job well done. Our best work is accomplished when we enjoy it. So think about yourself and your team. What are their needs? What are the secret fuels for their lives? What brings them joy in the work that they do? You see, when we can prioritize effectively by aligning our daily tasks, our weekly strategies, our monthly goals, we'll move our part of the organization forward. As you develop your team and delegate those things that are going to help them grow and at the same time free up your time to focus on the areas of your strengths, it leads to that need for you to have a system of establishing priorities, of delegating responsibilities and activities, and creating a cohesive team dynamic where everyone in your team knows the importance of their contribution to the success of the team and the organization. When you do that, you have appropriately set priorities. Will it happen every time? Probably not, but it will move you closer to your vision, your aspiration, your goals, and growth as a leader. It will help you be productive. If you haven't had the chance yet, go to innovationsinleadership.com podcast to download the show notes. This is Mike Newman. Have a great rest of your day as you increase your influence and expand your horizons. 